are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We are going to talk about that Bachelorette news that I broke for you yesterday. We're going to recap last night's episode briefly. We're also going to talk about some of the reaction that I've seen already to the Bachelorette announcement. A little American Idol talk from Sunday night. And just a disgusting story that unfortunately I had to read in regards to some pop culture news. And we'll get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Trail Mix Games for a tasty mix of love and drama. Download Love and Pies for free today. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the App Store or Google Play. Okay, if you did not see it yesterday on my social media, it was on all my channels. It was on my Instagram feed. It was on my Instagram story. It was also in my Twitter feed. The fact that I know yesterday I was talking about, look, I'm hearing some rumblings and regarding the name that's coming up more and more often. And then yesterday I heard something more to where I really do think it's uh, charity that's going to be the next Bachelorette. I think it's going to be announced in the next couple of weeks. When filming begins, that's the only thing uh, that I'm holding out on because, well, not holding out. I don't know when filming begins, but we've been over this numerous times. I've said that they've never started filming The Bachelorette before The Bachelor ended airing. So I don't know why that would change this season, although we did have a Bachelor season that started way later than it normally does. As you know, The Bachelor season this year started on January 23rd. I think yesterday I said the 27th. I was wrong on that. It was Monday, January 23rd. It's usually the first Monday in January. This is the first time in 15 years that the show has not aired in the first Monday in January, and that was due to NFL getting the playoff rights on ABC, and they just didn't want to have to take a week off. So they had to wait for that was done. The first wild card playoff game was on Monday night, the 16th of January. So they just started once that was over. But again, I find it hard to believe they would start filming The Bachelorette because then that crew has to take a day off in the middle of filming, which they don't do, not middle of filming, but they'll already be, you know, a certain amount of days into filming and then they have to go film a live after the final rose. It's just, I don't know. Is it possible? Of course, anything is possible. It's just this show really, really sticks to a formula when it comes to their filming schedule. And for 20 Bachelor This will be the 20th Bachelorette season. They've never started filming The Bachelorette before The Bachelor was done airing. They just haven't. Because they've used that after the final rose live on The Bachelor on finale night to introduce The Bachelorette. Quite a few seasons in a row, we had that Bachelorette meet five of her guys. And then later on that week, they start filming the season. So I don't know why that would change this season. But we'll see. Uh, we will see how how that goes. I really do think with Charity in that role, and I understand that a lot of people, you know, everyone has their favorites every season. That's nothing new. You're going to have your favorites, and the people who wanted Ariel are disappointed. The people who wanted Gabby are disappointed. And look, the gig can only go to one person. Well, outside of last season with Gabby and Rachel, 
they're not going to do that again anytime soon. But the gig normally goes to one person and one person gets the gig. So there's always going to be a disappointed fan base. However, some of the things that I was seeing yesterday and it's just it just has me shaking my head and it almost it gets to the point where my blood is almost boiling when look I'm not exaggerating but I could and I'm I'm not going to do this because it it just takes up too much time but I'm not exaggerating and when I made the charity announcement, whether it was on Twitter, whether it was on my Instagram story, whether it was on my Instagram feed. So I got reactions on Instagram story. I got reactions on my feed. There are people, obviously, and maybe they're Ariel fans. Maybe they are Gabby fans that wanted them to be the Bachelorette or maybe even somebody else. I don't know. I'm just going in top four. But the amount of people who would make a comment towards charity. Boo, boring, why her? And (laughs) I'm just telling you, if you could guess one thing that every single one of the people that said either boo or boring or why her or not watching, if you could guess the one thing that all those people who wrote that had in common makes you shake your head. It was like clockwork. It's just, it disgusts me. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Now with this show doing what they do and knowing that this show likes to stick to a routine Yet again, for all the talk that's been going on over the last couple weeks, when I told you two weeks ago, hey, they've chosen their bachelorette, I just don't know who. And then I was able to pretty much get it confirmed this weekend. For the last two weeks, it's been like, oh, they're going to go this route, and oh, they're going to go this route. Like, for all the speculation and the guessing and people and certain Instagram accounts just throwing every name out there and hopes to be right, it's just like, yeah, if you throw 15 names out there, it's probably going to be one of them. Like... <laughs> such a joke but when you do that and this show sticks to such a formula you know by them choosing charity number one we've now gotten yet another woman who finished in the top four of her season something I've repeated probably a thousand times in the last two weeks the other thing and that was you know 19 now out of or 20 out of 22 bachelorettes I kept saying um 21 bachelorettes but it's 22 because we had two on Clara season and then we had Gabby and Rachel so this is the 20th season of the bachelorette but it is our 22nd bachelorette because we had two seasons where there were two of them that got to be the bachelorette in a given season Claire and Tasha's and Gabby and Rachel's So now with 22 Bachelorettes, 20 of them finished in the top four of their season. And now 19 of the 22 were Bachelorettes on the season that just aired. And all 22 are women that we've seen on the show before. They've never just thrown a Bachelorette at us and said, hey, you don't know who she is. She hasn't been on The Bachelor before, but here's our next Bachelorette. They've never done that, and I didn't think they would do it this time. So 
here we are. I have no problem with Charity as the Bachelor. I think she's a great choice. I don't really think you could go wrong. This was a great group of women this season. I thought Charity is great. I think Ariel is definitely a catch. I think Gabby's a catch. I got to believe that both of those women are absolutely 100% without a doubt going to be in the original cast on Paradise this summer. Unless they're in a relationship by then or unless they don't want to do it, I can't imagine Ariel or Gabby not being part of the original cast in Paradise. Can you? I mean, there's just there's just no way. I mean, these these two, along with Kat, along with Greer, along with Jess, I mean, we know the way it works with Paradise. The Bachelor season that airs from January to March usually has between 12 and 15 women from that season show up and make up a majority of the female cast on The Bachelorette. So I don't see why this is going to be any different. This cast of women is going to be have the most women from any season down in paradise this summer. It's just all you got to do is look at the numbers. The numbers bear it out for the first eight seasons of paradise. It's not even close. The bachelor season that airs that calendar year produces the most women that show up at some point. Usually they make up most of the original cast. And then overall, yeah, it's always between. I think they've never had less than 10, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, expect between 10 and 15 of Zach's women to be on Paradise this summer. And look, I understand there are people out there that want to break down, well, why did they choose Charity over Ariel? Why did they choose Charity over Gabby? Why isn't it one of those other two? It's like, again, you can only choose one. There's always going to be somebody, multiple women, that get passed over for the gig that you can make a case for that they would have made a good bachelorette. I think you can easily make a case that Ariel would be a good bachelorette. I think you can easily make a case that Gabby would be a good bachelorette. But they were just not chosen for whatever reason. The show doesn't have to answer to the fan base. And there's the people. There's a part of the fan base that is even saying, you know, there's a lot of positive response to charity and... They're saying, you know, you finally list, they finally listen to the audience. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily the case because you're just saying it for your subsect that wanted charity as the Bachelorette. There's certainly a faction of the audience that wanted Ariel as the Bachelorette. So clearly the producers weren't listening to the audience who wanted Ariel. And there's certainly part of the audience that wanted Gabby as the Bachelorette. The producers aren't listening to them because they didn't cast either of them. So... I think we need to kind of tap the brakes a little bit when it comes to, oh, the producers finally listen to us. The producers don't care what you think. They are casting a TV show. Whoever they cast has a fan base. I don't care who it is. You can think of the worst Bachelorette and the worst Bachelor. Every single one of them had a fan base that was like, wow, I really like him or her. Going to watch. Going to check it out. And... It was funny because of all the positive response. And trust me, I think based on what I saw and responses that I saw to what I posted, whether it was on my Instagram or my Twitter, it was well over 50% that were positive. But what I referenced earlier, it's just that the negatives were literally coming from the same type of people, to say the least, same faction of the audience. 
And it's just, it's amazing. It's like clockwork. These are the same people that have quite a lot to say when Rachel Lindsay, I don't know, says anything. Rachel Lindsay has a book coming out. I think it already got released yesterday, today. You think people are shitting on that? They are. It's the same people that are shitting on Charity who's naming going to be The Bachelorette. It's unfortunate, but it's real. Makes no sense to me because, look, I I get why people have their likes and their dislikes of, oh, I'd rather have Ariel, oh, I'd rather have uh, Gabby, oh, I'd rather have Kat, oh, I'd rather have Jess, whatever the case may be. You're allowed to like who you want to like, but when the overwhelming majority of people who don't like charity are all the same type of person, it's really disturbing. And the thing is, with those likes, to say to jump at Charity, who is a woman who, has she come across at all this season about wanting to be an influencer? Has she come across at all this season of being insincere? Has she come across at all this season of someone who is just wants drama in her life? Like, I get you want somebody else and you like other people, but... To say, oh, charity's boring, and I mean, I, I wish they didn't pick her. It's just like, I, what do you want from your bachelorette? I guarantee whoever you wanted the bachelorette, there'll be some people out there that say, your girl's boring. So that's what I mean. It's just like, it's not like they're choosing somebody that is so far out there. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe they chose her. What? Charity's not involved in any drama this season. She hasn't done like she literally hasn't done anything wrong. So likable. So positive. Has fears just like any other woman going on this show. She's going to have a story after she gets sent home next week for sure. I just I I, I don't get people, but I've been doing this long enough to know it's just unfortunate. It really is. All right, I want to talk a little bit about American Idol over the weekend. Auditions continue, and, you know, this show has obviously done a 180 from what they used to be. I mean, when this show was the number one show on television back in the mid-2000s, and, you know, they're drawing 35 million viewers a week, you know, and it was the top thing, and it was just appointment television. You could not miss this show. Obviously, it is it has dropped considerably, but like every other network television show, Nobody's kept up the ratings that they did in the in the mid 2000s. But I got to say this for having watched this reboot. I didn't realize. Have they actually done seven seasons with Lionel Katie and Luke as the judges? I think this is season seven. Holy shit. I can't name. I'm having trouble naming more than two winners from. In those seven seasons, yet I've watched every episode. But if you tell me to run down the winners of American Idols one through ten, I could probably do it. I might be out of order towards we get till we get as we got closer to ten. But you know, Kelly Clarkson, Ruben Stuttered, Fantasia, Carrie Underwood, Taylor Hicks. Season six was Jordan Sparks. Or was she seven? 
But then in there, Chris Allen, uh, Lee DeWise. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. As I get to 7, 8, 9, 10, kind of forgetting. But, man, I can't. The Blaine guy I know won. <laughs> who else? Shit, who won last year? I already forgot who won last year's Idol. There was that one kind of folksy girl that won, already forgetting her name. The point I'm trying to make is seven years. I cannot believe it's been Lionel, Katie, and, and Luke for seven years, unless I'm wrong about that. I don't think I am. thought they said that on the show Sunday night. And it's just crazy because this show literally gets you one audition every 15 minutes, and then they take a commercial break. We only, and now, now sometimes they'll come back and do montages, but the montages now aren't done to make fun of contestants. We rarely see someone get a full backstory, a full intro video, and then get told no, although I think it did happen once on Sunday. Basically, everyone you see a full audition for is getting through. And so many good stories this season already. I forget all their names, but when we get to Hollywood Week, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Re refresh my memory. Who were they again? But, yeah, the show is all made in the editing because whoever gets an intro video or even once they get to Hollywood Week gets a lot of FaceTime and camera time. I mean, it's it's like when America's voting, they're going to remember the people who got who have the stories. You know, yes, it is a singing competition, and yes, people will vote for the good singers, but they also vote for the best stories. And some of the stories this year tug at your heartstrings. They do it every year. I mean, how many singers have made the judges cry already in four weeks of audition episodes? Those are the people that the audience remembers. But, man, I cannot believe they've had seven seasons with those judges. And, honestly, I really love this judging panel. And when they first started out, I'm like, man, could you find three more random and different judges than Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan? And now... It's almost like, how do you not like them? They just seem so fun. And it's not that because they're not criticizing or whatever. When they do have something to say negative about somebody, it's all constructive criticism. Hey, you're not ready yet. I can f hear it in there, but you're not ready for the big time. As opposed to, you know, we just obviously we lived in different times back then when Simon would just insult people's looks, insult their singing. And yeah, back then it was fun to laugh at. Now you look back on that, you're like, oh my God, he was an absolutely total dick to these contestants. Flat out. There was no other way around it. He was a dick. And they aired it. And people ate it up. If he did that now, and they allowed him to do that now, he'd be booed off television. It's just crazy. It's crazy how times change. But I really love this judging panel. I just, I think they're excellent. And I think they give good advice. It's You don't have to be like, you know, I, th I think people think Katy Perry is just, oh, she's just doing this and she only has this type of singing and auto-tune. No, she doesn't auto-tune at all. I've seen her concert twice in Vegas. She's awesome. Puts on a great show. She has a great voice. Never seen Luke Bryan in concert. Obviously, Lionel Richie is an icon. Really love them as a voting as a judging panel. And finally, I just wanted to end with this. Did you see the story about Bruce Willis? 
his wife had to tell the paparazzi to stop yelling at him because he was meeting up with friends in Santa Monica for coffee and the paparazzi were following him around answering, throwing questions at him. Like, are you serious? Like, I've talked about the paparazzi enough. You know my stance on them. Just low-life, sick, disgusting individuals that, you know, you see this. It really it really hit me once I watched the Charlie D'Amelio, the D'Amelio show on Hulu for how bad it can get. But there's so many more instances. Just watch TMZ. These people that just literally camp out to harass celebrities. And don't say, oh, no, they're trying to get information out of them. They're trying to chase a story. No, they're not. They're trying to get a celebrity caught in the moment, and they would love for them to say something that gets them canceled. That's why they're recording them. They don't really care about these contestants' opinions on anything. They want them to fuck up and have it on tape so they can cancel them. That's why the paparazzi exists. Yes, there's paparazzi who just take pictures, which is even more invasive, but a guy who's just been diagnosed with dementia and you're shouting questions at him as he's going to get coffee with his friends, this is what we've sunk to in the paparazzi world? Look, go chase after the Kardashians and do whatever you want to do. It's disgusting, but I know it's your job, and you say, well, I'll put food on my table. I don't know. Maybe have some morals. But Jesus Christ, a guy with dementia? Leave him alone. Holy shit. I, I swear to God. Anyway, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. We are back tomorrow with yet another Daily Roundup. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. And then my column recapping The Bachelor uh, last night. I didn't even get to it in this. <laughs> I had so much to talk about with Bachelorette and all these other stuff. I didn't even get to last night's episode. So you're going to have to read my recap <laughs> to, to get my opinions on, on, on what happened. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.